If you want to support this podcast, just go to patreon.com under Jason Gallant. Get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongallant.ca. Today I'd like to talk to you a little bit about freedom from information or information versus knowledge. Now knowledge is much different than information, although both are used interchangeably in the English language quite a bit. And perhaps I'm making up my own meaning on the word right now. (laughs) But what I will say is when you really know something, you have experienced it. You have immersed yourself in it. And it doesn't matter what type of dream someone tells you or what type of information they tell you, you know that your knowledge is closer to the truth than just some piece of information with no legs, no groundedness. So when things become your experience, you naturally start to change or challenge the system of misinformation that is perpetuated, whether that is inside religion or the medical system or wherever it might be, because what you have experienced or what have been the experiences of many must be closer to the truth than someone's projection or someone's idealism. Someone asked me, what do I think about certain religions or certain ways of thinking about the universe? And my input is as follows. Information, whether it comes in the form of religion or or any other, is only useful if it deepens your experience of this moment. So much so that you start to see the contradictions in the information that was given to you. But if information is given to you so that you get stuck in the realm of information instead of a deeper experience of this moment, then you have become a fanatic or closer to that instead of a person who is actually applying the spiritual exercises inside the religion. You see, experience brings understanding. Information most often brings misunderstanding when it is not aligned with actual experience. Interpretation is useless if it's not backed up with a deep, deep, deep knowledge of this moment, a deep immersion into the infinite. And unfortunately, we have a lot of people projecting ideas when they have absolutely no experience on those ideas. They have no experience in their life by applying the ideas that they're talking about. So naturally there's going to be misunderstanding. It's like a three-year-old or four-year-old misinterpreting the words of the parents because they are automatically connecting the words of the parents to the experiences that they've already had, not the experiences that they will have. 
So religion can be useful. It can be, because it is a great container of spiritual exercises to deepen your experience of the infinite. But if you're using it to get caught in one contradiction and another, and this misinterpretation of that scripture and this misinterpretation of that one, and of course also the suppression of truth that was also inherent in many scriptures of many different religions to keep the power or the truth in the hands of those who wish to keep it from other people, therefore they have power over them because this has happened. And I'm not just saying one religion, there are many religions where this has happened. So the spiritual exercises within a religion can be very useful in bringing true understanding of what certain scriptures meant and also bringing true understanding to the scriptures that were never meant to be. You know, the, the edits or the, let's just say the spiritual censors out there, the people who wish to keep power for themselves or perpetuate an illusion of some sort. These illusions will become very obvious to you as you embark upon your own journey towards truth. There have been many editors of scriptures of many different religions. So although there are true principles in there, it doesn't mean everything within the scripture is the truth. The only way to know the truth is to experience it. It's to use the practices within the religions or without to deepen your experience of the infinite. Put the rubber to the road, as they say. This is knowledge. Information is just the starting point. It's funny, I was talking to one fellow in the gym and he was asking me a few questions about what do you believe? What do you think? And this young man is a very religious man. And I started to tell him about certain experiences that I had had that were extremely mystical and sacred to me. The first thing he did was laugh at me. First thing he did was laugh because he was pre-programmed into the delusion that the only one who could have such experiences is the one that he worships. That those experiences can be no others no one else on this planet can have an experience of any kind unless it is sanctioned by his religion. I pointed this out to him. I said, you see, your savior could appear in this moment and instead of recognizing your savior, you would laugh at him. You see, this is a clear case of projection of seeing who is in front of you based on your filters or your idealisms instead of seeing truly what is happening. Honoring the experience before the information. This is why so many people are being lied to now. Instead of looking at their own experience they're believing a library full of misinformation.
the experience of God or infinite has been discarded and replaced with thoughts. And this is why so many people suffer. They're worshiping the God of information and most often it is the God of misinformation and lies. So as you sit, deepen your experience of this moment by just being here. Forget the information that was told to you. Find out what is truly true. Learn at least the mechanism of you if you don't know the mechanism of all that. You see, intimacy starts with you. It starts with this moment and that's where true knowledge is gained. The only way that you will know the truth is to experience it. Not to read about it, not to talk about it, not to think about it, but to truly experience it. So yes, the road of information can help you with this if used in the proper way. But if used in the way of the ego, you will become trapped in your suffering, trapped in a spiritual dream bubble. And we see it even with the people who aren't in religion, where they thrust idealisms upon themselves and others and say, this is more spiritual than what you're doing. Instead of absolute authenticity, The false prophets and sages will constantly tell you what type of ego you should have. They will sterilize you, censor you, and tell you exactly how you should behave and what you should be, rather than what you naturally are. And trusting in that, that when the trumpet first makes sound, a few of the musical notes might come out a little weird. But as more wind travels through the instrument, harmony is created, a song, sometimes a beautiful piece of art. But by suppressing the horn, preventing all air from flowing through it, there's no possibility of any sort of piece of art. So I will say the spiritual charlatans, the ones who seek to filter your personality into what they like, to sterilize you into a nice person, these people are doing more damage to your spiritual path than those who may be giving you a harsh word from, from time to time. <laughs> you see, real spiritual teaching 
can be harsh, but it's harsh on the foundation of your freedom, to bring freedom to you. Not to shift you from one ego into another, one prison for another. So often people embark upon this spiritual journey and they're just inside another ego. Trapped. They trade the, the prison of anxiety for the prison of shame. What's the point of that? Enlightenment and spirituality is about true knowledge, embracing all that you are. And unconditionally being at one with it. In love with it in a, in a way, not an emotional love, but it can be that. But being with it, 100%. The grand this. Free yourself from the prison. Free yourself from your prison and any prison that someone wishes to put you in. You are not bound by anyone's identity. You are not bound by anyone's idealism. Not even your own. If you're not bound by your own idealism, then you sure as hell aren't bound by anyone else's. <laughs> right? That's why sometimes this spiritual path makes you a little bit harder to get along with. That's why I laugh when somebody says, oh, you're so peaceful, Jason. It's like, no, I'm just trying to keep my personality from getting in the way of this video. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. It's just a mode of communication between me and you, but I am anything but peaceful. I mean, peaceful happens, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff that happens too. <laughs> so discard any piece of information that locks you into a prison. Liberation means freedom. And freedom is not imprisonment. That's what this Enlightenment game's about. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.